This is WCNO Palm City, the good news station. Good morning and welcome again to our Wireless Connection Radio Ministry. My name is Pastor Larry along with Pastor Carolyn. We bless you this morning in the name of Jesus. We're going to pray for you this morning as well as give you a few words of encouragement from the Bible. Uh, first of all, before we get started, uh, to let you know that we'd love to hear from you. If you send us a line in the mail, please address it to Sunrise Worship International Ministries. P.O. Box 670823, Coral Springs, Florida 33067. And Sunrise is spelled S-O-N-R-I-S-E. Let's go ahead and pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness and for your mercy. Lord Jesus, we ask you, Lord, right now that everyone that's listening to our wireless connection radio ministry, Lord, that you will touch them, Lord, in such a way, Father, they know it was you. Touch them, Lord. Heal the sick. In the name of Jesus, heal the broken heart, Lord. Wherever they may be, Lord, under the sound of our voices, reach out, Lord, and put your ever-loving arms around about them. Hold them up, Lord, and encourage them. In the name of Jesus, and we praise you, and we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, Lord, because we know by the word of God, soon and very soon, we're going to see King Jesus. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the King. And we praise you, we thank you for it, in Jesus' name. Beloved, I want to start out with a scripture going from Matthew 17, verse 14 through 21. And it reads like this, And when they came to the multitude, there came a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. Oft times he fall into the fire and oft into the water. And, he, and the father said, I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil and departed out of the boy. The child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples asked Jesus, and they said, Why could we not cast out this spirit? And Jesus said, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If you have a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, Remove hence thy yonder place, it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of the word. If I was to take a topic this morning, I would call it the uncommon kind of faith or mustard seed faith. Now, in this portion of scripture, 
that we've just read to you, please keep in mind that the disciples were already had been taught under Jesus. Jesus instructed them that they already had obtained power through the kingdom of God. And all they needed was to activate their mustard seed's faith. Now, mustard seed is the smallest herb on the planet. But that herb, once it's planted, once it's sown into the good ground, that plant becomes the great of all plants and soon to become a tree. Beloved, this morning, if there ever was a time the church needed to hear from God, it's through this scripture. O oh, ye of little faith, I believe that the reason the disciples did not have mustard seed faith is because they feared what was upon that child. Fear will completely take your faith and it will completely destroy it if you allow it. If the church allows fear to come into their midst, we as believers need to fortify ourselves with faith. While faith, there's nothing wrong by having great faith. I believe in that. But I also believe that if you have that kind of faith, that small faith, that uncommon kind of faith, the faith that you can plant and that God will show up and he will do things through you that no one else can do. I believe that the disciples truly were fearful of that spirit that had overtaken that child. The church of Jesus Christ needs to be full of faith and ready to work for God. The disciples knew right then and there that they needed to have faith, but fear struck them. I believe also that their level of faith was under the mustard seed faith. It did not pr produce kingdom authority. When the church has that uncommon kind of faith, mustard seed faith, the church has authority, power, any mountain in one's life can be removed in victory. Again, if you have mustard seed faith, whatever you're going through, whatever obstacle in life is trying to overtake you, that mustard seed faith that you believe for God, as I said before, you expect the unexpected through the Lord. God will touch you. God will use you. And you will breathe that breath of life of the mustard seed faith into whomever God allows you to speak to, to encourage, to pray for. It is truly the kingdom faith. Mustard seed faith, the authority of mustard seed faith will show results. I want to give you a few uh, words that lines along with uncommon faith. Unusually great, uncommon, unusually great in amount, uncommon, meaning remarkable in character, uncommon, astonishing, outstanding. So what that means is, beloved, that, that kind of faith that you will, that the Lord will give you that will come over you you can move any mountain in your life. We've seen it happen in our prophetic conferences. A while back, we had a prophetic conference meeting in a hotel. And there was a woman next to the conference room that we were renting at the time. And she tried to come against the anointing. She tried her best to come against the praise and worship. It wasn't so much us, 
but it was the God in us. She even went as far as had tried to get the hotel personnel to remove us from that hotel setting. Beloved, let me tell you, because she came against God, she tried her best to disfuse and dispel and to discourage and to destroy what God was doing. We started early that morning around 9 o'clock. When we left that afternoon, around 3 o'clock, this same woman, as I believe that she had the spirit of the devil, she went and she called 911. She had an ambulance to come pick her up and take her to the hospital because the left side of her, of her body went numb. Now, beloved, as I said before, mustard seed faith, the uncommon kind of faith that God gives and he bestows upon his people. There's no devil in hell, no devil in planet Earth, no devil in the state of Florida, no devil anywhere that will hold his, that will hold back and can keep God's property held bound in Jesus' name. Now, a lot of times you understand that because we have authority. We have authority through Jesus. Our kind of faith will not move mountains. Our kind of faith will not remove curses, will not remove sickness, will not remove demonic activities. Only the mustard seed faith, the uncommon faith that God gives us for his glory will remove curses, will remove mountains, will remove sickness, will remove demonic activities. Only the mustard seed of faith. We also was invited one time to pray for a lady. And the lady, to our understanding, had been in a coma for 14 days. So we went in, believing the Lord was going to touch this sister and God was going to raise her up. We walked in there, into the hospital room, and we gave a prophetic exhortation for the woman to wake up. She woke up from her bed and the first thing she said, I want to drink water. Beloved, whether you've been in a coma spiritually, whether you've been in a coma physically, God is there to wake us up. He is there to wake you up and deliver you from whatever need that you have. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 13, 31 through 32. And it says, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man sowed in his field Yet the mustard seed is the very smallest seeds of all, as I said before. When it is grown, it is larger than any garden plant and becomes a tree. So does the mustard seed faith. Don't just sow the mustard seed faith. Believe and trust God. When you sow it, trust and believe God for the results by using the kingdom authority God has given to you. The ministry that God has given us still believe in God's saving power. We still believe in his healings. We still believe in his anointing. We still believe in his peace. And we still believe that he is blessing his people. Hebrews 11 verse 16. But without faith it is impossible to please God. For those that are approach God must believe that he is God. And that he lives 
and he rewards those that seek him diligently. And we thank you, Lord, for what you've done in our life and this ministry. And right now, this time, I'm going to turn this over to Pastor Carolyn. Thank you, Pastor Larry. That was really good. I enjoyed that, and I received that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Saints of God, I welcome you today to the broadcast. This morning, I would like to address something that's been coming up in my spirit with regard to frustration and people that are feeling frustrated in their purpose and destiny in God, frustrated in marriages, frustrated with children, frustrated that they're too old, frustrated that they're too young, frustrated that they're not yet healed, frustrated that their prayers are not yet answered, they feel, um, or manifested, I should say. But in the name of Jesus, we speak to that frustration right now. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And so I want to read to you today out of Romans chapter 8, the message translation, which addresses sin and self and hindrances and fears and things that make us feel like we're going nowhere and frustration overtakes us. But for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. In Romans chapter 8, the message translation says, With the arrival of Jesus the Messiah, that faithful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous, low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on a human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing of it. And now what the law code asks for, but we couldn't deliver, is accomplished as we, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's Spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open, into a spacious free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. And anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. And that person ignores who God is and what he's doing. And God isn't pleased at being ignored. But if God himself has taken up residence in your life, you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him. Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the Spirit of Christ, won't know what we're talking about. But for you who welcome him, in whom he dwells, even though you still experience all the limitations of sin, you yourself experience life on God's terms. It stands to reason. 
doesn't it? That if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, he'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. And when God lives and breathes in you, and he does, as surely as he did in Jesus, you are delivered from that dead life. And with his spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ. So don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurously expectant, greeting God with a child like, What's next, Papa? God's spirit touches our spirits and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are. Lord, bless the reading of your word. Let it accomplish all it's been sent out to do. And we thank you, Lord. We bless and magnify your name this morning and worship you and lift up the name of Jesus on this radio broadcast, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're dealing with frustration by talking to us about being spirit-led, Lord God, about surrendering our lives onto you and taking the obsession of self away and focusing on the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and what you are doing. Lord God, in Romans chapter 8, the message translation, when we first read it says, with the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, that faithful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying cloud. And so I speak to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Whether that low-lying cloud is frustration, discouragement, you feel hindered, you feel the opposition by the power and the authority of the name of Jesus, I command be set free, be made whole in Jesus' mighty name. And even those lying in a sickbed right now, frustrated, God, you haven't touched my body yet. I've been believing you. How long is going to take? When am I going to be healed? Be made whole in the name of Jesus. No longer according to the word of God do you need to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. The, the delivering power of God is present in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. It says in Romans chapter 8 starting at verse 9 in the message translation, but if God himself has taken up residence in your life, you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him. Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the Spirit of Christ, won't know what we're talking about. And if you don't know what we're talking about today, let me tell you that the Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you shall be saved. And if you would like to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you would like to say, I'm tired of being frustrated, I'm tired of, of feeling hindered, delayed, feeling like I'm too old, I'm too young, everything's stopping me from moving forward in, in a purpose and a destiny of God, then surrender today. Take the focus off of self as we read, because self can cause you to be obsessed. To the point where night and day, 24-7, you're thinking about self. But frustration comes usually when there's a focus more on our desire for our own agenda to be met than the agenda of God. Because when our focus is on God, truly focused on God, 
There is no frustration. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, deliver us all today from those things that are causing us frustration, sin, focus on self, obsession with self, fear, hindrances, delays, obstacles, Lord God. Set us free, Lord God. In 1 John 5, 14, 15, Lord, it says, This is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. And so we believe this morning, according to 1 John 5, 14 and 15, that the petitions that are going up today, the petitions that would deliver us completely from frustration, feeling frustrated with the things of God, frustrated with the church, frustrated that things are not happening as quickly as they would that we're delivered today in the name of Jesus and our focus is being realigned in Yeshua's mighty name Colossians 4 2 says continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving Lord you cause us to call us to pray without ceasing Lord and as we pray without ceasing as we continually and earnestly go before you in prayer Lord with thanksgiving and as we're vigilant is it impossible Father God to us at the same time be courting frustration courting hindrances fears Lord God it's impossible for us to be thinking about both of those things at the same time so this morning we vigilantly and urgently and earnestly seek you in prayer for you are the rewarder of the diligent seeker in fact God you said in Ephesians 3 20 21 to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Lord, we thank you for your word. We bless and magnify your name. We thank you, Father, that the healing power of God is being released on this radio broadcast now in Jesus' mighty name. By his stripes, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing in Yeshua's mighty name. Glory to God. Receive healing in your emotions. Receive healing. In every area of life that's causing you frustration, receive healing now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you for realignments, Father God, that we have the mind of Christ, that you realign and refocus us, Lord God. Lord God, where we've gone off track, God, put us back on track, on the right pathway, according to Psalm 32, 8, in Jesus' mighty name. In fact, God, we ask for great deliverance of doubt, discouragement, defeat, delay this morning in the name of Jesus. Those are the tactics of the enemy. And God, we refuse to hear the voice of the enemy or to court what he is saying and to listen to his voice. But we shut him down this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, believing, God, that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ask or think and so we ask you God in those areas where people are frustrated frustrated in their marriage frustrated with their children frustrated in the area of finances in the name of Jesus Lord God intervene in Jesus mighty name Lord we bless and magnify your name and we ask you God to put an anointing upon us in the last days and for the last days for you said in the last days there will be perilous times but God we believe you God that there is an anointing Father God to carry us into and through the last days Lord God that you never abandon your people no God you are always with us you never 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 leave us nor forsake us and Lord God there's always a way there's always a way to healing, to deliverance, to you, to hear the sound of your voice, to fellowship with you. And in Luke chapter 5, starting at verse 17, 
This is a section in the Bible reading from the New Living Translation. Jesus heals a paralyzed man. And one day while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to push through the crowd to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him. So they went up to the roof, took off some tiles, and lowered the sick man down into the crowd, still on his mat, right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man's son, Your sins are forgiven. Who does this man think he is? The Pharisees and teachers of religious law said to each other, This is blasphemy. Who but God can forgive sins? Jesus knew what they were thinking, and so he asked them, Why do you think this is blasphemy? It is easier to say your sins are forgiven or get up and walk. I will prove that I, the Son of Man, have the authority on earth to forgive sins. And then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, Stand up! Take your mat and go on home because you are healed. Hallelujah. And so we speak to the radio audience this morning, those on the sick bed. Stand up. Take up your mat and go home. Stand up and walk in Jesus' mighty name. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And so, Lord, we come to you this morning taking the roof off. Just like they said, we can't get to the front door. We can't get through the crowd. We can't bring this paralyzed man to Jesus through the normal means of getting access into this house. So we're going up on the roof. We are pulling the tiles off the roof and we will lower this man right in front of Jesus. And if we can get him in front of Jesus, they knew he was going to be healed. Hallelujah. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let the roof come off our faith. Lord God, yes, mustard seed faith, but God, let the roof come off our faith. Lord God, let us walk in a place of faith that we have never walked before. God, give us that last day's anointing in the name of Jesus. Speak, Lord God, to our prophetic perception, God, in the name of Jesus, to see like we've never seen, to prophetically hear like we have never heard before. Lord God, we ask you for increase, increase in the realm of the Spirit. Increase, Lord God, to discern what you are doing and to stay in alignment with the heartbeat of heaven. Father, we need to be in alignment in this hour with your heartbeat. And Father, I know that your heartbeat today is for those that are suffering on a sickbed. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, be set free in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless, we magnify your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I know that you were touched today. I know that God is speaking to you throughout the week. Hallelujah. Be made whole. Pastor Larry and I rejoice with you. The victory in your life. And we just magnify and worship the Lord this morning. He's holy. He's worthy to be praised. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the one coming back for us. He'll be stepping out on a cloud and he's coming himself. He's not sending an angel. He's not sending anyone, but he's coming himself to pick us up. Glory to God. And we will meet him in the air. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
We magnify your name. He came himself, died on the cross for you. Hallelujah. And he's coming back again himself to get you. Are you prepared to meet him? Are you prepared to meet the king of glory? Hallelujah. We bless and magnify the king this morning. He is worthy. He is worthy to be high and lifted up. We magnify and worship you this morning, God. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We magnify the King. We worship Him this morning. We thank you, God. We thank you and we worship and praise you, God, for the healings, for the deliverances on this radio broadcast. In the name of Jesus, for we are not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Lord, we always don't want to stop the radio broadcast without giving you an opportunity to pray the prayer of salvation. So let's go and just pray together. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. I ask you, God, to forgive me of my sins. Come and live big on the inside of me. As Gloria Copeland says, take my life and do something with it. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Bless the prayers of the saints, Lord God. Thank you for touching their lives, Lord God. We encourage you to find a Bible-believing church, one that can encourage you and teach you the uncompromised Word of God. And this morning, I don't want to close out the radio broadcast without saying a prayer with regard to the state of Florida and the nation. And Lord, we just, Father God, ask for your divine supernatural protection over the state of Florida and the nation for our borders, our airspace, our waterways, our airports, our transportation terminals, elementary, middle schools, colleges, universities, our educational and governmental leaders, our leadership throughout this nation. Lord, let our leadership throughout this nation receive a divine visitation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Carolyn. That really blessed my spirit for that that words of encouragement, as well as your prayers. Beloved, again, we are coming to a close this morning. Uh, give us a write a letter, uh, please, of to worship, Sunrise Worship International Ministries, P.O. Box 670-823, Coral Springs, Florida, 33067. Until next Saturday, soon and very soon, we're going to say the King.